Hey, I'm Laura, and you're listening to In Memory of Mo. Last episode, we talked to the police to see if we could get any information from their investigation. Though we hit a dead end, we still have a lot to look into. So in this episode, we're going to talk to school staff to see if there are any warning signs before his murder. But once again, before we begin, I'm going to quickly refresh your memory. This podcast isn't here to solve this case. Though we are approaching it from an investigative angle, our primary purpose is to remember Mo. Just a little background in case you forgot, on January 7, 2019, Muhammad Othman was found in Central Elementary School's parking lot, dead from a gunshot wound. Police believe he knew his killer, with his death being planned and targeted. So, if Mo was targeted, something must have happened before his death that triggered the killer to act out. We call this a motive. Therefore, we have to talk to anyone Mo might have trusted to see if he told them any useful information, perhaps revealing the identity or motive of his killer. So let's begin by narrowing down our list. There's three main groups of people that Mo might have trusted. First, his parents. Second, his friends. And third, adults and school staff. First of all, he probably didn't tell his parents. If he did, they wouldn't have let him go out at such an odd hour on a school night. I mean, just think about it. If your child told you they were in danger, would you let them go out at 10 p.m. on a Monday? Probably not. So that rules out his family. Possibility two, his friends. But we know that they're eliminated instantly because Mo was found at the crime scene alone. He went to Central alone. Now, we know this because there are no reported witnesses, and if there were, they didn't speak up. And if he did tell his friends, someone probably would have done something to protect Mo. Now, the last option is trusted adults and staff. Mo spent a lot of time at his school, especially with Jake Messina, his football coach. So I reached out. I asked him if I could interview him for my podcast as an important figure in Mo's life. And he was very open with me and responded to all of my questions without pushback. We had our conversation over email, and here's what he said. So, to give us some background, I asked him what his relationship with Muhammad was like. Quote, We were very close. He was my clerk for third period social studies, so we spent a lot of time together. End quote. Now, I thought this was interesting, the way that he remembered the period in class. It goes to show how close they were. Right. So if the two of them were very close, he had to have known the kind of person Mo was. So I asked him to describe Mo. Here's how I put it. If he had to tell a story about Mo, how would he describe him to make the reader feel like they knew him? Quote, he was a very giving individual and he was fiercely loyal to his friends and teammates. During a playoff game, he took on a player twice his size and put him on the ground. When he turned back to the sideline, everyone else was going crazy, celebrating. He was very matter-of-fact, as if that should have happened. He was very tough and brave, end quote. Now, that tells us a lot, actually. Often, teens brag about themselves, making them look more macho than they actually are. And in some cases, that leads to another saying, prove it, which we all know how that ends. Messy. But clearly, Mo isn't like that. He was gentle, caring, loyal, and humble. 
Now, going back to the point about the two being close, I wondered about the kind of conversations the two of them had. So I asked him if Mo ever talked to him about his social problems or possible dangers in his life. Quote, Not as much as I would have liked. If he had mentioned some of the things that were going on, I would have done something about it. Unfortunately, teenagers can be secretive sometimes, even with the people that care about them. End quote. Teens opening up is very uncommon. Very uncommon. Especially to adults. So that response didn't surprise me that much. Messina did imply, however, that Mo had told him some personal things, as he said, not as much, instead of just no. Which again, shows Mo's trust in the people he was close with. But if Mo didn't even tell Mr. Messina, someone he was in contact with daily and in a close relationship with, who did he tell? Did he tell anyone? He knew Mr. Messina would protect him if he were in danger, but he didn't say anything. Lastly, I wanted to know how he wanted people to remember Mo. I mean, we've already established that he's one of the most qualified people to give us information about him. Quote, as a good kid who made some unfortunate decisions and trusted the wrong people, end quote. At first glance, this seemed like another dead end. We got no specific information about the suspects or actual murder. But if you recall from the first episode, to know a story, you have to know your characters. And that's exactly what we did. Mr. Messina helped us meet Muhammad. We know the kind of person he was. Not just assumptions about him, but an actual, reliable image of Mo. This information may prove useless to the actual solving of the case. At first glance, it doesn't tell us anything about the murder or what went down at the actual crime. But still, it's the most vital and essential part of our mission to remember Mo. Because now, we don't know just the name. We remember the person, the character, and the impact he had on other people's lives. And that, in my opinion, is the cherry on top. Now, next episode is going to be exciting. Trust me. Remember the police? Well, they answered. So keep tuning in on Scott Center or wherever you get your podcasts as we continue to remember Moe.